And hello everyone and welcome to the Truth Will Set You Free Bible Prophecy TV Radio Edition. I'm Vic Batista along with Nathan Jones and we're transmitting live from our station and also social media. So we hope that you can stay tuned to today's program as we're going to be talking about a very important subject matter and that is, of course, what will happen after the rapture, before the tribulation and how can we prepare ourselves. So again, we thank you for tuning in for the program and of course, before we continue, I'm going to ask Nathan Jones, my co-host, if you open us up with a word of prayer. Well, Lord Jesus, we thank you so much for this opportunity to study your word. A very important time period, Lord, is coming up. The world is standing on the brink of uh, your return. And Lord, we want to understand that better and know how to prepare. So we pray all that your word will guide us in that direction. So in all this name, Lord, we may grow in you in your precious name. Amen. Again, you're tuning into our Truth Will Set You Free Bible Prophecy TV Radio Edition. Big Batista, Nathan Jones, as we're talking about what's going to take place after the rapture, before the tribulation, and how we can prepare ourselves. Today's program is sponsored by Calvary Brower, Calvary Aventura, and the Truth Will Set You Free Ministry. You can find more information here on www.twave.tv. And, of course, if you find yourselves in the Hollandale Hall. Hollandale Aventura area, we'd love for you to drop by and say hello to us and you can find more information by calling us or texting us at 305-992-9537. And of course, before we continue, I'm going to welcome my co-host to our program, Nathan Jones. Nathan, it's great to have you back on another week. Brother, it's the highlight of the week. Thank you for having me on. It's always great to have you on. And Nathan, the, the weeks go so fast, but... Uh, I'm always excited because even though the weeks go fast, there's always a lot of wonderful things that God is doing. And I'm sure he's doing the same thing with you guys there at Christ in Prophecy and Lamb Lion Ministry. Nate, can you talk to us briefly? Maybe someone is new to the program and they're not aware of your ministry, your resources, and your contact information. If you can share a little bit about yourself. Certainly. Well, my name is Nathan Jones. I'm the Associate Evangelist and Web Minister with Lamb and Lion Ministries. And we're a Bible prophecy teaching ministry whose mission it is to proclaim the soon return of Jesus Christ. And we do that through quite a number of ways, mainly our television show, Christ and Prophecy, with Dr. David Reagan. That's aired on uh, networks all over the world. We also have a website at lamblion.com or christandprophecy.org. And there you'll find a wealth of information, articles, a newsletter you can sign up for, uh, we have groups, uh, social networking, uh, articles, you name it. We want you to learn Bible prophecy. Check us out, landline.com or Ooh, Absolutely. Thank you so much, Nathan, for sharing that information. And Nathan, you also have a lot of wonderful uh, small video clips to educate individuals. And um, uh, what is the name of those again, Nathan? And what was the latest one that you guys did? Certainly. Uh, well, we do a, a number of what we short-form videos, a few minutes long, and they tackle major questions that people ask about Bible prophecy, and we call them the inbox, answers yeah. for the end times. Folks can check that out on, not on our website at landline.com, but our YouTube channel, Christ in Prophecy, and there we have quite a number of videos. We have 12. We're working on the 13th. It's yes. not out yet, but it answers the question, do pets that go to heaven? Mm, I love that topic, Nathan. <laughs> and, and, and you know, we get asked that a lot, so we're... Yeah. Yeah, absolutely, and there's nothing wrong with that. I have a wonderful pet, a female dog. Her name is Flower, uh, and hey, they're part of the family, Nathan. So people are, they ask those questions. What will happen to them? Yeah, well, we have a beagle named Molly this uh, past week. Uh, she fell out of our van trying to jump oh. into it. Hurt herself so badly that the vet thought they might have to put her down. So it's kind of a relevant question, at least to our family yeah. right now, but... The Lord provided that uh, she's actually healing up really nicely. She's not put down, and we still should have many years with her. 
Uh, that is fantastic, Nathan. And yeah, so anyone that is interested in that, uh, be on the lookout for the incredible inbox. So thank you, Nathan, for sharing uh, that encouraging information. Nathan, there's a lot of encouragement when it comes to the Word of God, when it comes to the Bible. There's a lot of questions that people have that they're looking uh, for answers. Last week, you and I uh, did the, the first segment of our program after the rapture, before the tribulation. And we talked about some incredible events there. We had a great response. And it shows that there's people out there that really want to know the truth. They're curious. They want to know what's going on. And, and it's just great to turn to the Word of God, the Bible, to be able to talk about that. But Nate, can you recap for us? Last week we talked about uh, the rapture and then the tribulation. Okay, again, can you brief us briefly? What exactly is the rapture? Is it mentioned in the Bible? And what is going to take place? Well, certainly the rapture is a teaching that you can find, say, 1 Corinthians 15, 1 Thessalonians 4, and John 14, and other verses that teach that one day Jesus will return in the clouds and will call up or snatch up believers in Christ up to be with him in heaven. And he will do that because the wrath of God is not meant for man. When God put his wrath on the flood, it was for those who disobeyed, but for Noah and his family, they were rescued out of his wrath. Right. And so the church, which is all Christians, are expected to be raptured before God's wrath comes on the earth. And that wrath will take the form of a time period called the tribulation. Seven years, which we read about mostly in Revelation, and talk about right. how God will pour out his anger on the earth in 21 judgments, and the purpose is to punish evil and bring a remnant of people out of that time period that will know Jesus as their Savior, and they will live on if they survive the tribulation into his millennial kingdom. Mm, excellent. Thank you so much, Nathan. And of course, one of the things, of course, that we uh, talked about in our segment last week was how there's very little... Uh, that is taught in the in-between period after the rapture but before the tribulation and last week we share some scenarios things that we believe without stretching the word of God or the truth that could possibly will happen if the rapture were to happen today and Nathan we talked uh, about some scenarios right some things that we can really expect that could take place uh, we talked about the mass uh, airplanes uh, you know, Christians disappearing from all over the world, flying airplanes, driving cars, and, and what devastation that will cause to the world around us, right? Right, right. We kind of get the idea that the rapture happens and boom, the tribulation starts. Up. <laughs> I grew up believing that was the case. Uh, but we read in Daniel 9 that's not the case, right. that the tribulation begins when a one-world ruler who's rising to power creates a peace treaty with Israel. Finally, after decades, Yep. There will be peace for Israel yes. in whatever form or fashion that takes. But the man who makes that happen is, will be the one world ruler of the Antichrist. And that begins the countdown of the seven years. The rapture doesn't begin the countdown, but it has to happen pretty uh, close to the beginning of the tribulation. Yes. Because we read in Thessalonians that the restrainer, uh, God's restraining influence on the evil of mankind, is removed at that time period. And so that removal is Christ's work through the church. Without the church here, right. can you imagine without Christians fighting for what's right, what the world would do? I think it would descend into chaos. Absolutely. And so there is a gap or a time period between the rapture and the tribulation. Mm, excellent point. And Nathan, and, and that's why you and I talked about this. There's different uh, commentators in terms of the timing, how long that could be. Uh, we really don't know how long it will be before the signing of the peace treaty before the tribulation, but 
that time period could be over a month. It could be possibly over a year. And what will things be like? What will life be like during that time, right? Well, I believe that the world will be radically different than it is today. Certainly, yeah. we are biblically getting up to alliances, end-time alliances that the Bible says will happen. For one alliance, for instance, Ezekiel 38, 39 talks about an alliance of Russia and Islamic nations who will try to destroy Israel. And Russia has those very alliances with Turkey and Iran and Libya and other nations that it has created alliances with that have never had alliances right. in human history are coming and one day they will try to destroy Israel and to plunder the land, but God will supernaturally step in and destroy those countries. So when you think about it, think of the world without the influence of Russia and Islam. I mean, right. that's huge, right? We also know that the West, America and other nations aren't mentioned in Bible prophecy. Something has to happen to weaken the United States and the other nations. Yes. So that will happen as well. We know that Europe will rise. It will be a brittle and uh, empire, you could say. And that's what it is now. The European Union is strong, but it's also terribly weak. We also know there will be a coalition of Eastern kings uh, from China and Japan and North Korea and all who will work together too. So all these alliances are, are there now, but it's waiting for one catastrophic event to happen to like dominoes, set them all falling down to move into the Antichrist one world system. Mm. And Nathan, this is why this program is so crucial because we just see way too many pieces lined up for this to sort of be a coincidence or for this to not erupt and take place at any moment. And this is why we want to encourage anyone that is watching or anyone that is listening, you, you need to be paying very close attention uh, to the signs of the times, what's really going on. Unfortunately, there's a lot of so-called um, prophets out there who have stretched the truth so much when it comes to what is supposed to happen that people have lost interest, they're confused. But the reality is that the Bible clearly tells us that this event will take place and what will happen after that is that this world is going to be transformed uh, for the worst uh, in an event like never before. So Nathan, and, that, and we talked a little bit about that. What will people think when the rapture happens? We talked about different scenarios, right? We did. Yeah, last week we talked about what life would be like after the, the, the second or two after the rapture happens when people who have put their faith in Christ just disappear. They're gone. Boom. You know, we, we also look at the numbers. And evangelical Christians, according to Barna, 9% of the population. Wow. If we have a 300 to about 350 million population, we're talking about you know, 30 million Christians yeah. disappearing out of the United States. Uh, China and, and other nations that are Christianized, it will be noticed in the world. And uh, many believe that that will be the event that will spark the world chaos. Of course, when you have millions of people suddenly disappearing, okay. it creates chaos. It creates especially financial chaos. And we know that the Antichrist, according to Revelation 13, will, in the middle of those seven years, set up his own financial system. He controls the world's finances. And, you know, that just doesn't happen overnight. Right. It builds up to something, but it needs a cataclysmic accident like the rapture to happen. I think at the second event, too, that will, if you have taken the Christians out of the world and the West is in disarray, mm -hmm. China is in disarray because China has many Christians, then that is the impetus where Russian Islam now feels Unimpeded. And I believe that pretty soon after the rapture, when you look at the time clues, Russia will say, hey, we're free to finally take over the That's Middle right. East. 
I'm taking my allies. The only thing that stands against us is Israel, and to try to go down and destroy Israel. And God steps in. And this is where I think that this happens after the rapture, is because God supernaturally steps in and defends Israel. The, right. the emphasis isn't on the church anymore. It's on Israel. And so I believe those two events will be pretty neck and neck with each other. The rapture followed by what's called the God and Magog War of Ezekiel 38 and 39. Brother, after those two events, I don't think we're going to see the world looking like it does today. Excellent point. And Nathan, and of course, people also need to recognize they need to keep their eye on Israel. There's a great a focus there now. Uh, everything is pointing to Israel. is constantly in the news. But that's because... That is also one of the greatest miracles. Also one of the things that the prophets of old, Ezekiel, Isaiah, told us to look at that nation because there will be a regathering there. Right, Nathan? One of the most prolific Old Testament uh, teachings, especially when you look at, uh, say, for instance, Ezekiel uh, 36 and 37, is that Israel will become a nation again. A nation that has been dead for almost 2,000 years, coming right. back to life. And will one day control Jerusalem again. And will have a a heart for God, but not for His Son, Jesus Christ. And that's what we're waiting for. Israel is a nation again. Matter brother, uh, this year Israel will celebrate its 69th wow. anniversary. Next year will be 70. It's, it's 70 years since the 1947 UN resolution. Brother, when you look at the Bible, God works in certain numbers. And I'm not saying that this is a particular year, but this year and next could very well be a year that falls into the prophetic system of how God numbers things. Yes. You look at the first Zionist Congress 120 years ago. You look at uh, 1917, the Balfour Declaration 100 right. years ago. You look at the UN resolution that allowed the Jews to have a homeland. That's 70 years. That Israel took Jerusalem in 1967. That's 50 years. Each of those are prophetic years. So this could be the year or next where something majorly prophetic happens to Israel. What that is, I don't know. But certainly things are lining up. So we as Christians with all this going on, you need to be looking at what's going on in Israel. Excellent point. And Nathan, and already people are trying to throw in some uh, uh, crazy ideas of something that is going to happen this year, something supernatural. And, and already we see the rise also of false prophets and false teachers. And it seems that every time God is preparing to do something, we see, again, also these false prophets rising up on the scene, right? <laughs> <laughs> we do it. When you look at uh, Luke 21, for instance, Jesus said uh, three times there in Matthew 24 that false prophets, false teachers would arise and deceive many. And that was the number one sign that Jesus gave that That's we right. could be close to his return was a rise of, of false prophets and false teachers. And brother, we live in a time of false teaching. I mean, yeah. for instance, one of the biggest ones right now is the book and movie The Shack. I mean, it right. is universalism. It teaches that all people will eventually be saved. Mm. And that is so not what the Bible teaches. Paul Young, the author himself, has come out and just pretty much proclaimed he's universalist. Yes. He doesn't see Satan as a real entity. And he thinks everybody will eventually get saved. That is not a biblical teaching. No. And yet millions of, of Christians are falling for it. Churches are preaching and teaching yep. from that book. Deception is huge in this time period. And Nathan, and that's why we thank those of you that are tuned into the program. Guys, if this is what we're talking about. It is time for the church especially to rise up and start to look at the Word of God prophetically. Look at the events from a biblical point of view, not from the latest, most popular person out there. That's the sad truth 
that you're going to be deceived if you don't pay close attention to the scriptures. So Nathan, that is a, a good point that you made. Also again, for those of you that just tuned in, you're tuned into the Truth Will Set Your Free Bible Prophecy TV Radio Edition, Big Batista Nathan Jones, as we're talking about after the rapture, before the tribulation, and is there a preparation kit? Also want to thank those of you that are joining us live right now over social media. Sandra there from Oklahoma uh, and some others there that I, we see you post your questions or your comments for Nathan or myself as we talk about this very important subject matter. So Nathan, in the midst of all this, we know millions upon millions of people are going to disappear. We know the world is going to be turned upside down. In the midst of that, there's going to be confusion. There's going to be chaos. We believe there's going to probably be the government stepping in and, and taking control of the situation uh, because of martial law, just to keep things in order. But Nathan, my, my thought was, for those millions of people that are also left behind, uh, what can they do? Uh, is there a way that they can prepare themselves before the, the tribulation that is going to come? Well, I think it's important we, we turn to Luke 21, if you'd like to, verse yes. 34, and look at that. That's a, a, Jesus, this is Jesus' own words about how to prepare, and not just for the tribulation itself, because, brother, I don't believe Christians will be here for the tribulation. There will be people who will accept Jesus right. after the tri uh, rapture, and we call those tribulation saints just to yes. differentiate them from the church, Christians today. But if you're a, a Christian... You can prepare with Joseph in the Bible. Joseph helped prepare for seven years of famine. He knew trouble was coming as Christians. We need to prepare for trouble. But we don't have to prepare for the tribulation. But like you said, there will be people who reject Jesus. And right. Maybe even have tuned it out and have rejected Jesus. But yes. they, that, they will have to live through that time period that happens in our lives. So how do you prepare? Mm. Luke 21, 34 reads, But take heed to yourselves, lest your hearts be weighed down with carousing, drunkenness and the cares of this life, and that day come on you unexpectedly. For it will come snare on all those who dwell on the face of the earth. Watch therefore and pray always that you may be counted worthy to escape all these things that will come to pass and to stand before the Son of Man. Ooh, Nathan, that's a, I, I love that passage. You know, one of the things, and I'm, thank you, Nathan, for clarifying that point, that again, for those of you that are tuned in, you're watching, Christians are not, we don't believe that they are going to go through the tribulation. We do believe that when the church is raptured, the Christians are gone. There's going to be millions of people left behind who are not Christians that will be looking for answers. And Nathan, you would agree there's family members, there's friends. There's a lot of people right now that we tell them about what's going to happen and they're all like, yeah, right, whatever. I'll see it when I believe it, right, Nathan? And they will see it. <laughs> They, they will, and, and you know, the, that's the common thing you hear is, yeah, life has been going on the same for 2,000 years. Well, I think one of the signs that the Bible gave us, uh, the angel Gabriel gave Daniel, was that knowledge and transportation yes. would increase vastly before Jesus came. So if you want to say everything's been the same, pull out your cell phone. Did you have that 10 years ago? No. You did not. Can you hop in a plane and travel anywhere in the world within 12, 15 hours? You couldn't. I mean, computers, look at computers, the knowledge we have today, and how we exponentially double our knowledge every few months. It's amazing. It's, the world is vastly different than it was 20, 30, 40 years ago, much less a few hundred years ago. So right. the world is changing. Things are different. Israel, especially, like you said earlier, is the biggest sign. It's a nation again. The whole world is obsessed with Israel. Yes. The UN 
exist to do nothing more than beat up on Israel and not deal with real proclamations like yeah. uh, North Korea and Iran. Uh, the world is plunging towards the end times as the Bible prophesied. And if you study Bible prophecy, you'll realize that the world is changing. The world is moving to this. So it's yeah. very important that whether you believe in Jesus Christ or not, that you recognize that something is happening so, in the world, something yeah. dramatic, and it's coming. Will you be ready for it or not? That's the question you need to ask yourself. Excellent point. And of course, Nathan, not, not only that, but we're doing this program now, and uh, you know, we'll, we can even date our program, I believe today is the 10th. <laughs> right? <laughs> and, and May 10th in uh, 2017. And we date the program. Why? Well, because we believe these uh, resources, these programs, if we're gone, someone might actually uh, run into this. Uh, right, Nathan? And this could be a, a resource that they could prepare. And they're going to look back maybe years from now and say, wait a minute, that was recorded when? And these events just took place now? And I think, Nathan, it will be an awareness, right, for individuals. Well, that's one of the major impacts of our ministry at Land Line Ministries. We, we know that we're preaching pretty much to a sleeping church, that we're the church of Laodicea, a church defined in Revelation 3 by apathy and yeah. non-interest and, and just spiritual laxness. We have a cultural Christianity, and we live in that time period. But there's a time period coming when that's going to be vastly different. So uh, I think that the biggest impact of your ministry, which will set you free and here at Lamb and Lion Ministries, will be after the rapture, yes. not before the rapture. It will be the materials we leave behind. Yes. When people experience the rapture happen, all these people leave and they start Googling uh, disappearance or great disappearance. Yes. We at our ministry created a teaching video, a 15-minute long video, to explain what happened when all these people disappeared, it's called, Did Many People Disappear? Or Did the What's Next? And you can find that on YouTube, our website. Yeah. Uh, you know, we podcast all our, our episodes. You podcast, uh, and you have them on Facebook. I mean, you've got a lot of materials out there. Uh, and so I think our biggest impact will be for people left behind. And I think for Christians who teach people about Jesus Christ and, mm. and leave their own materials, their notes and their Bibles, Absolutely. videos, messages, just the way they live their lives, make an impact on people. So, brother, I agree. I think our biggest impact in ministry isn't now, but it's going to be after the rapture. Exactly. And, Nathan, that's why we title our program, we're talking about after the rapture, before the tribulation, emergency plan. And, of course, that's not necessarily for us, but it's leaving something behind as a plan for those that are going to be left behind when they see the world in chaos. They're going to wonder what's going on. There's going to be a lot of stories out there of what happened, right, Nathan? Uh, uh, alien invasion, E.T. <laughs> yeah, there'll be lots of excuses to try to explain away the rapture. Global warming, I think, will be a big one. Global. But no matter what, and the Bible says that, that the people will believe the lie. That they got to right. explain away the rapture. They yes. can't admit that there's a God and that he's, he's working in the affairs of human history. So they're going to attribute to... To something, something that only the government can fix. That's right. You know, when the government declares martial law, assuming whoever is put emergency is put in charge, and the governments of the world will have finally the motivation to band together and fix the chaos in the world, and that that will propel a one-world leader to That's take over right. the world one day. And so the rapture yeah. I believe, is a major catalyst for what's going to come. And I'm not just guessing here; it's what the Bible teaches. When you put all the prophecies together. The Bible shows a picture of a post-rapture world 
it's a pretty scary world. Yeah, that and that is a very good point, Nathan. That's why for those of you that are tuned in, you tuned into a truth we set the free Bible prophecy TV read edition of Big Batista Nathan Jones, as we're talking about after the rapture, before the tribulation, emergency preparedness. So again, this teaching might not apply to any of you that are Christians, but this will definitely be something. The people that are left behind might actually be tuning in. And they will be listening to this program right now with Nathan and myself. And they're going to be looking for answers. And this is the truth, right, Nathan? That millions of Christians disappeared. And what's coming is also outlined in the Bible, right, Nathan? Because there will be a biblical roadmap to the events that will unfold after the rapture. There will. And I, I think this message is also applicable to Christians because it means that our time is short. Yes. We need to follow what Jesus said in Luke 21. You know, don't live a worldly life. Don't be out there carousing and getting drunk or being bogged down by the cares of this uh, life. You know, don't, when the rapture happens, don't, it shouldn't be unexpected to you. You know, you, you right. should have read your Bible and known that that is happening, you know. Yeah. And it's going to be a snare on the face of the whole world. But we pray there will be counted worthy to escape. Not that if you're saved, some might be raptured and some not. If you are saved, if you put your faith and trust in Jesus Christ as your Savior, you're going to heaven. That's you're right. out of here. You're, you're leaving in the rapture. But for those who rejected Jesus, their sins aren't covered. The wrath of God remains on them, as John 3.36 says. Mm -hmm. And they will have to face the tribulation. Now, bear in mind the tribulation isn't just to punish sin, but it's to make the world so bad so horrible, almost so unlivable, mm -hmm. like a nightmare world, that people finally get on their knees, repent of their sins, and accept Jesus as Savior. And we know throughout Revelation, it talks about the tribulation martyrs, multitudes right. from every tribe and tongue and language coming to know Jesus as their Savior during that time. So if you're listening to our message today, then we ask you to accept Jesus That's Christ right. as your Savior. Now, why wait to the rapture? You don't need the rapture as proof. The proof is that Jesus Christ changes lives. He's mm -hmm. changed millions of lives over the last 2,000 years, right. and he can change your life today. Ooh, and Nathan, you and I and millions, countless others in the church, we have prepared ourselves with that emergency preparation kit now by turning to Christ, right, Nathan, through prayer. Uh, like you mentioned, admitting that we're sinners and saying, God, forgive me for my sins. And, and Nathan, that's the wonderful thing that we are prepared. According to the Bible, we have trusted in Christ Jesus. But there's many countless family members of ours, friends that still don't know the Lord. It is our opportunity to get them prepared, to share the truth and leave it there. It's not up to us to save people. The Lord saves people, right, Nathan? We're just called to bring the message. Right. And you titled this Emergency Preparation Kit. Honestly, how do you fight a world of, or prepare for a world apocalypse? You know, <laughs> you, you can you know dig a cave up in the mountains and, and stock it with food and guns and armaments and all. And well, you know, there's some major earthquakes during the tribulation that level the mountains. So there goes your your hiding hole right there. That's right. You know, criminals and murderers are going to be stealing your food. Uh, you know, there's nowhere to hide in this camera-ridden age. Uh, so there's a certain way you can prepare physically, and as Christians, we should we should always have an emergency plan, extra money and stuff for trials. But there, there's only one way here that Jesus in Luke 21 really says to be prepared, and that is to get right with God. That's and that right. is by Jesus Christ, who died on the cross for your sins, who resurrected from the dead, and when you put your faith and trust in Him, mm -hmm. and in repentance, praise in your heart, something like, dear Jesus, yes. please forgive me of my sins and be my Lord and Savior. Mm -hmm. And you know, get baptized. Show people that you have put your faith and trust in Jesus Christ. 
Your sins are forgiven. You're healed. Right. You, you are prepared as much as you can be because when Jesus comes for his church, he will take us out before that happens. And that's the only way to be prepared for the tribulation. That is awesome. And Nathan, that's why there in the picture that I put for those that are, for those that are watching us live, you can see that the, part of the preparation is actually a Bible. Uh, you know, uh, Nathan, okay. and, and every place you go, they have a little glass thing and it has a fire extinguisher and it always, always says, in case of emergency, break glass, right? <laughs> oh, yeah, that's great. Yeah, great analogy. You break the glass, take the Bible, right? And, and, and exactly. So that is the preparedness. I finally got it. <laughs> <laughs> Sorry. I'm slow here. I was looking at that picture like, great picture. Oh, that's Right. Well, that, that was my fault. I should have explained that to our viewers and our listeners exactly what that was supposed <laughs> to be. Because Nathan, that... Well, you just did. <laughs> yeah. And, and that's what it is. You know, break the glass, grab the Bible, and trust in Jesus. Because that's going to be the only hope once the church is gone for anyone uh, that is left behind, eh? Amen, brother. You're absolutely right. The only way to be prepared for the tribulation, and even before the tribulation, the difficulties of, difficulties of this life the horrors that are going on, the news, it just boggles the mind. You need Jesus. We all need Jesus Christ. And Nathan, and that's why twice we find in Luke chapter 21, again, we are warned, but take heed in verse 34. Verse 36, watch therefore uh, and pray. And, and, and you made a good point, Nathan. I know we only have a few minutes left of the program, but there's a lot of people out there that call themselves Christians but they're living whichever way they want. They're not paying. A, they're, they're not attentive. They, they just because maybe they they uh, repeated a prayer. They think, oh, man, I'm a Christian, and now I can live and do whatever I want. Yet Jesus said in the last days, what we should be doing, watching and praying, and not only that, but it says counted worthy. And and also Nathan, you talked about lifestyle. And in verse 34 of Luke 21, it says clearly there, lest your heart be weighed down with carousing, drunkenness, the cares of this life, and, and the day comes you unexpectedly. In other words, true Christians, right, Nathan? True Christians have a responsibility. You cannot just do whatever you want and live whatever lifestyle and say, well, I'm in, I'm a Christian. It doesn't work like that, right, Nate? No, I mean, it's not like you're going to lose your salvation, but what kind of life is it like is it to be a Christian and living worldly? That's right. What kind of example? If we're our little Christ, we are Christ-like in that we show the Lord's love through us, then how are we show the Lord's love if we're living worldly? But the pagans can't tell the difference between Christians and non-Christians. Yeah. That's not helping them prepare for their eternal lives. Mm. That's right. And this is why we believe, and that, that was a good point, we don't believe you can lose your salvation, but we also believe there's countless people out there that are deceived in thinking that they're true believers. And, and, and the Bible says you would know them by their fruit, right, Nathan? In other words, there needs to be real fruit of repentance. There needs to be a real lifestyle there. Uh, and I think that that is, we, we have to pray that we don't fall into the traps of this world because this world is very good, right, Nathan, at deceiving. It is. And of course, uh, Nate, and, and I know for I know there's a, a number of other people tuning in to the program, and I know that our time is very short, but remember, uh, you can always get a hold of us, 321-END-TIME, 321-363-8463, uh, as we're talking about after the rapture, before the tribulation, uh, emergency preparedness kit. And for those of you that are in need of prayer, remember, you can always uh, call us, and we would love to be able to uh, uh, pray with you. If you have any questions or concerns or fears, uh, we would love to be able to share with you what the Bible has to say uh, for the believer and how we can be uh, encouraged. 
But remember, keep your eyes on the Lord. Uh, there's a lot of deception coming. Stay close to Jesus. We believe the rapture is right around the corner and the Lord is coming back for his church. And uh, we want you to go with us. But remember, tell someone about Jesus, the urgency, the responsibility that we have. Uh, it's up to us to go out there and every day trust the Lord and make a disciple. So Nathan Jones, I want to thank you again for, again, clarifying to us this incredible passage and also for encouraging our viewers and our listeners. So it's always great to have you on, Nate. Thank you. And of course, uh, for those of you that are tuned in, we ran out of time for this segment of our program. So Vic Batista and Nathan Jones, we want to say goodbye. May the Lord bless and keep you. May his face shine upon you and keep your eyes on the Lord. He loves you and he has a wonderful plan for you. And that is the good news. Again, have a great week. Our lines will be open. 321 End-Time, 321-368-463 for any questions, comments, or prayer requests. The rest of you have a great day. Lord willing, we'll see you next week if the rapture doesn't take place first. Have a great day.